Nigel, um, I speak on behalf of all the City fans. It's good to see you back in the building. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay, thanks. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, feeling okay. Thank you. Good news. Did you have you had a chance to um, look at the, the footage of? Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen what I need to see. So uh, suffice to say that um, very welcome three points. What pleased you in particular three about points. the performance <laughs> on Wednesday? <laughs> Simple uh, look, as that, was it? I mean, look. Um, I know Curtis had said in the build-up to the game uh, about, uh, yeah, the need for us to to find a way of winning a game. The performance is secondary. Um, yeah, some of our defending had to be pretty um, uh, committed and very, yeah, I mean, it, it, it wasn't particularly pretty at the end, but we've experienced that a number of times uh, during the season. And clearly, we could have made the night a bit more comfortable. But look, it is a. It's. I think we also need to give the players credit for being able to win a game, which I think most people would um, recognise is a very important game for us to try and win. Um, any teams that are ever below you or are having struggles themselves, we have to stick the knife in and twist it, and it's as simple as that. Um, so there's no, there's no uh, feeling of anything other than uh, a ruthlessness about our own situation. We have to keep teams who are having a difficult time in a difficult position, and it won't always happen. So it's you know it's a good result for us, um, but we know there are areas in every game that we can improve on. So, but uh, yeah, I'm really pleased for the players. And I pick out a couple of individuals who are very positive on Wednesday. I'll start with Tim Kloster. Um What has he brought to the building since you brought him into the football club? Well, I think I, I think you know the answer to that already. Um, and I think reading people's comments about about the performance uh, from the other night, but I've seen it in in all the games actually. He's a he's an organizer. He's got experience, and I think a calmness which comes with ex with experience of. Um, playing in pressure situations and pressure situations can be um, it's a really nice pressure to be in to win things um, but there's also a pressure of avoiding failure as well and those are more difficult uh, pressurised situations to, to exist in. He, he just comes with a, um, uh, a really positive personality as well uh, and the ability to communicate with people. So when you put those things together, uh, for me, as soon as he came in the building, provided he was um, fit for purpose, let's put it like, in terms of fitness-wise, it, it was it was an absolute no-brainer for me. And a, and a lot of City fans picked out Zach Biner on, on Wednesday as well. He kind of yeah. goes about his business quietly, doesn't he? But how pleased are you with the way that he's performing, especially on, on Wednesday well, night? Well, Zach's had some really good games for us, and he's had some games where he's um, struggled to maintain the high standards that he's capable of. And I think that comes with, I've said this on many times, we have, um, and Zach's, a, Zach's 24, so he's not, he's not in the same bracket as some of our younger uh, younger players but I think when you're asking um, players to play at full tilt in a side that's not always finding um, finding the levels that we're looking for on a regular basis it's not easy for individuals to 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 deal with that so going back to the Tim Closer's situation well Tim I think Tim will 
give benefit to all the players he plays alongside with. Uh, and I think if you speak to the players, they'll probably tell you that. I don't need to sell that idea to you. I think those are questions that you can ask to players because I, I would imagine those would be the answers that you'll, that you'll probably get. Antoine Semenya has been named the Championship Player of the Month yeah. um, for, for January. I think he's only the city second City player to ever win that award. What's clicked for Antoine? Is it, uh, he made an interesting comment about his injury, saying that maybe it was a blessing in disguise because it gave him a chance to take some time out and study his game. Have you noticed uh, a different Antoine Semenya since he's returned from injury? He's maximised what he has. That's all you can ever ask from players. And for young players to... to recognise the need for the reflective process, I think that's really quite a mature thing to say. Um, very interesting that he can come out with a comment. I've actually heard him say that, he said that to me um, during his injury, but for him to recognise um, the potential for a learning experience, even when he's not playing, I think is quite a... Uh, don't underestimate the the size of that as a comment in itself. He's a he's a uh, intelligent lad. He's also a very grounded and uh, humble sort of guy too. With a very um, yeah, a very um, strong link to his own family. You know, um, so yeah, I'm pleased for him and it, pleased for him because I think he will recognise that. Um, his teammates have uh, certainly helped him to, to maximise that himself. So, no, it's good for him, good for us. And uh, But now the challenge is to, to go on from what he's already done. And I read today that City are keen to extend his deal. Is that something that just will look after itself, hopefully, in time? It never just looks after itself, no. But, of, of course, we, we want to retain his... Um, his services for as long as we can. So, you know, he's currently got a year and a half left with a, a year's option in our favour. So we've got him for two and a half years to to at least um, persuade him to stay. But, uh, you know, whether that whether that materialises or not, I can't give you a definitive answer on that. But we we have time to, we have time to, to uh, work on uh, those possibilities. Um, but I can't, I can't um, speak for uh, other people's intentions, and and you know it, it's going to take it would take a lot of money to to get him out of the building at the moment. Let's put it like that. Um, there were one or two knocks on on Wednesday. Um, how's Han Noah? Is he going to be okay for the weekend, or is it? No, uh, that will be. We won't be able to tell until tomorrow, and that's not me avoiding it. He's he obviously came off early in the game, which. Which means it meant on the night that Joe had to go on early, which is not. I mean, it was good for us on the night they could do that. It's not. It's not uh, particularly helpful for us in terms of managing um, Joe's load because you know he can't play three games in a week, and he's already uh, played half a game at uh, at Blackpool because it was a, a necessity to put him on, and the, a necessity on on uh, on. Uh, the other night on Wednesday night, Tuesday night, whatever it was, I've lost track of days. Um, Tuesday night, um, so yeah, I mean, it's 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 just one of those things. And Naki, um, I think it was COVID that kept him out on Wednesday. Yeah, it was. Yeah, will he, yeah. Will he be Will he be okay for Sunday? Don't know. He's been on the grass today running, so who okay. knows? Maybe maybe he will, maybe he won't. 
Um, uh, so, uh, COVID, <laughs> COVID, we can't just put a, a one uh, one outcome suits everybody. Uh, we've, we've seen players struggle to to return to form from it. We've seen players who have no ill effects. And I think if you open that up to the wider population, I think that happens to everybody. So we can't just make uh, the assumption that players who experience COVID uh, can shake it off in three or four days. It may, may be another month before, they, before it hits them. We don't know. And that's the, um, that's the unpredictability of the situation. And from memory, one of your more positive performances of the season was against Swansea, even though you lost at Ashton Gate. What are you expecting in the return fixture in South Wales on Sunday lunchtime? Well, it's a derby, so it'll be a tough game. And, uh, you know, I know we'll be well supported, whether it be in person at the stadium uh, or whether our fans watch it elsewhere. I know that there'll be a lot of interest in how we, how we perform and, of course, the result. Um, we're expecting what everybody expects when you play against Swansea, and that is uh, to play against a team who like to keep possession. Um, we'll have to make sure that we're good at what we do. So uh, there aren't many teams who've scored more goals than us, and our problem's been conceding too many um, throughout the season, but certainly recently. Um, but we're a more potent force than I think people have given us credit for and uh, yeah so it'll be an interesting game it's one that we don't want to lose but we want to win good luck on Sunday thank cheers, you cheers thanks hi Nigel welcome back good to see you how you doing you okay yeah good thanks you very good um, I just want to get start with Tim Closer really um, obviously he's been fantastic since he's come in this is his fourth game in, in, in two weeks is there any kind of concerns about his, his fitness um, you sure he's been fan- game? you sure he's been fantastic because I thought I thought you lot at your paper like marking people down when they lose that's what I've heard well, I, 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 so, I, I, but, I, I, but he's been fantastic was, in three games now then okay good excellent against Reading especially the first yeah, half well I know that I know that and he was excellent against Preston so he's been excellent, per se, but he was crap against Blackpool, apparently, which he wasn't. But there we are. But go on. Uh, I was saying, is there any, any concerns over, over his, his fitness? Do you have to tailor his training to... to no, he's a good so pro. manage the run of games? No, he's a good pro. A really good pro. So he, he, you don't have to, uh, or we don't have to be concerned about uh, how he recovers from games. Yes, we, we do have a... Um, we do have to make sure that we manage players' load, but he's not one of the players that uh, that we worry about with that because he's a he's understands how to look after himself. His uh, recovery strategies on a personal level are exceptional, um, but of course people want to uh, reflect on his age and and uh, that he's not played for a long time. But his his track record's great, so. Um, no, we need him because you know yourself. We've got we've suffered with um, a few injuries, and we picked uh, a couple up the other night as well. So, but he'll be fine. He knows how to manage himself. 
and, and the Masengo situation at the moment is if he plays on Sunday does that mean he hasn't had a, a training session in between the Reading game and, and Sunday's match well it depends on whether he trains tomorrow that's okay. the that's the that's the key to it so he'll either be available because he's trained and he's okay or he's not fit to play so okay. nothing else is of any relevance and, and, and if he's not fit then we'll have to find a different solution sure uh, and Jamie Patterson, obviously, as a player, is, is well known in the dressing room. Does that make it easier to stop him having an influence on the game, or, or more difficult? I don't know. I'm not in the dressing room, so uh, and I've never played with him, so I don't really know that. Um, we've had a quite a big change around since his days here, so I'm, I'm not sure whether that's uh, important or relevant. And uh, you know, when he left, he left with our good wishes, and he's a very good player, but. Whether whether your question has any bearing on it or not, I don't know. Because, uh, like I say, I've never played against him, so I don't know. You'll have to ask the players that one. Um, I just wanted to touch on, on the, the away form at the moment. Up until November, it was you know really good. You were one of the top performing away teams in the league. Yeah. And then and the, and the home form wasn't wasn't so great. But that's kind of reversed since since Christmas. I just want to know if you can kind of put your finger on that at all. Well, if I could put my finger on it, we wouldn't be in the situation that we are. It, it happens. And um, I'm a lot more happy that at home we're winning games. Um, we haven't played too badly, too often away from home. We haven't picked up the results that we want. Yeah, Blackpool wasn't a great day in terms of defending, but they weren't very good either, by the way. So um, performances, yeah, it's about getting, getting results. We were very thankful of our away form at the start of the season because we couldn't find a win. Yes, we recognise we want to improve on it, and I think we have the tools to do it, but the reason that we've not been able to win games away from home isn't because we haven't scored goals, it's because as a team, and not the defence, as a team, we've not been able to keep clean sheets or defend our goal well enough. So. You know, I always find it interesting that when we lose a game that everybody wants to blame uh, individuals at the back. It's not the case. We win as a team, we lose as a team. We attack as a team, we defend as a team. So that's the responsibility that they all have. Mm -hmm. And going back to Anton Semenyu and that, and that contract <coughs> situation, he's, he's obviously very happy in, in Bristol and he's, he's spoken um, very highly of you and, and how you've got the best out, out of his performances. Is that give you more confidence that he's going to sign that new contract? Uh, I, I don't think of it in those terms. I think of it uh, as he's one of our players. We want to keep him. Um, he's a player learning his trade. We're very glad that we have him. And if somebody else wants him, it's going to cost him an awful lot of dough. So keep your hands off. We've got him for two and a half years. And uh, finally from me, that, that victory over Reading, you know, it gives, gives you a lot more. You, you don't have to look backwards anymore, you can look forward. Does that mean that the, the, the players can kind of play with the shackles? Who, who says, a little bit who more says we have to and always look, we can look backwards if we want to and reflect on things? We're always okay, looking forward. We're always looking forwards at what we can do in the future. But to improve in the future, you have to reference the past and the present. And uh, what's always important is that we don't get bogged down with... Um, how other people look at it. We, we are our own biggest critics. We don't need other people to tell us when we're not very good. 
We know it. Uh, we have an honest group of players. We have a very diligent group of staff. And we're working very hard to change what this club represents. And that is, I want and we want a very hard-working team that our fans are proud of, but is ultimately successful. And we're away away from that at the moment, but we'll do everything we can uh, to realise that as, realise our potential as a team. It's difficult at the moment because we've got a number of players who aren't available, but opportunity for somebody else, and there may be more youngsters involved at the weekend that you don't know of, well, fine, if we have to do that, we'll do it. Um, but uh, we'll continue to move forward without worrying too much what other people say. We will continue to work to make the best situation that we can with what we've got and what we will have in the future. And apart from Masengo's knock and, and Joe Williams's question marks on, on his fitness where we can start on, on Sunday, are there any fresh injury concerns? Yeah, Callum Dowd will be out for a number of weeks now. So he came off with an injury, but you didn't ask me about him. Um, so he, he'll he be out for that injury. It normally takes four to six weeks. So it's life. Okay. Thanks, Nigel. Yeah, cheers. Good luck for Sunday. Thank you. Uh, hi, hi, Nigel. Hi. I know you've spoken briefly about Patterson. Um, is he a player, because he got released at the end of the last season, was he one that you ever wanted to keep? But no, no, I told him. I told him early on it was time for him to move on. And it's nothing personal, he was injured, but I think he'd come to the end of, he was out of contract, and I think for him, it was time for him to have a different challenge. Um, it doesn't matter what, you know, I know he's, he is a really good player, um, but sometimes players can be at a place too long and we need a freshening up, and uh, I think he's benefited from, from moving away. Um, he's quite a popular player here, I know he's quite popular with the fans. But every, every player has a shelf life and that doesn't mean in terms of their career, it means at football clubs, players can be there too long. And um, so, yeah, he's a player that we need to be aware of because he's technically very gifted um, and physically he can get about the pitch too. So he's a, he's a player who um, is, is capable of affecting games in a positive way. So we respect him as a player. And you're not surprised at the impact that he's had at a new club? Because like I've not said, really like, looked, to be honest with you. So, uh, you know, I don't spend a lot of time trawling the press about other people's players. I don't know particularly how well he's played. I know he's a good player. I know he's affected some games. And I believe there's been interest from other teams to take him away. But outside of that, I'm not really bothered. And uh, just there's one interest in one of your own players this week. Um, Alex Scott has been a player that perhaps has gone under the radar. Yeah, there's no, there's been no interest in him. It's there's been interest in the paper about him, but there's been no interest. We've had no inquiries about him. So it's the, there's interest in the media, but that's where it's been. Okay, that's great. Nice. Okay, thank you. Cheers now. <laughs>